Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Friday morning. Uh, reminder, in the next hour, we'll be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor at Large Brian Gomes. We can talk more about the council voting last night to ask the licensing board to rescind the nip bottle ban. We can talk more about what went on with the ballot proposed uh well, Naomi Carney's motion, Councillor Carney's motion for a ballot question to get the ball rolling for a charter review commission. We can talk about uh, Councillor Gomes' motion to bring together all the stakeholders involved in the Star Store saga to try and keep the College of Visual and Performing Arts of UMass Dartmouth in the Star Store. But uh, we talked about, you know, Senator Montigny's letter to the governor urging her to step in and do something about this and saying it's it's UMass's fault. He's putting the blame mostly on UMass Dartmouth. Also a bit on DCAM too, but mostly on UMass Dartmouth for not living up to its obligations for getting the Star Store campus. And, and I don't I don't know. I, I don't know if, if that's the case. If they haven't been living up to the obligations, do you think they'll continue to? With less students using that building than ever before? So even if the governor steps in and makes it happen, is UMass suddenly going to say, oh, I'm sorry, you were right. We, we need to take better care of the building and put more money into it that we don't have. I don't know. 508-996-0500. We also talked in the last hour uh, about former Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson getting the nod again to be the chair of the Trump campaign here in Massachusetts. I don't know. Do you do you call it a re-election campaign if he wasn't the president in between the the, the term that he served and the one that he's running for? I, I don't know. But still, the Trump campaign in Massachusetts will once again have Tom Hodgson as the chair. And as I said, it's a smart move on on their part because I think they would agree he did a good job for them last time. Uh, he is somebody who is going to take an honorary position and still do it as if it was you know full time work and. He has the time now, and that's not, you know, a knock on him at all. But no longer serving in office while doing that at the same time will allow him to focus more on those duties. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how far they they take it. And and maybe, maybe this means we'll get a, a, a Trump visit to the South Coast as part of this campaign. 
Wouldn't wouldn't that be fun at least? Even even if he's not the guy that you're voting for, wouldn't it be fun? When was the last time we had, you know, a politician of that that would draw that type of a response here? When Bill Clinton was here? So I I I think it'll be Bill Clinton campaigning for his wife Hillary, not not coming here for his own own campaigns. So that I've, I've listen uh, again. I'm not a Trump person, but I still think it would be very very cool if he made this a campaign stop. The problem is, is it's one of those places where. It, it probably wouldn't make a difference. As, as well as he did in, in pockets of Bristol County last time around, it's not like he's suddenly going to start winning the state. So it's, it's not necessarily worth his time. It would be more of one of those things that he does as kind of a thank you for everybody that has shown him support here than it is to try to garner more. And I don't know that he'll have that kind of time in his schedule. Um, you look at it and you say, at least in the primary season, doesn't seem like he has a lot to worry about in terms of having to edge out the competition. I don't think anybody feels comfortable in a presidential race anymore being in a catbird seat, but it's not like he really... He's out there campaigning for public sentiment, not for Republican votes. He's out there campaigning to show that, hey, no matter... How many indictments they throw at me, I'm still in this thing. So he doesn't need to go out there and distance himself from the competition, at least right now, because he's ahead of the competition by a long shot. Now, that may change once the debates come around and people get to see more from some of the candidates, or it might change as, you know, more of this legal stuff mounts up. People might say, eh, maybe I want to throw my support around somebody that isn't facing four indictments. But maybe it doesn't. And in which case, does he need to come out and try to win people over? The indictments are kind of doing that for him. I was reading a PBS article yesterday. We actually linked into it to the story about uh, about Sheriff Hodge. And it, it says, it points out how his popularity with Republican voters has grown with each indictment. Whereas some people look at it and say, oh, he, he's been indicted four different times. He's got to be guilty of something. There's Republican voters who look at that and say, well, the fact that he's been indicted four times shows that there's nothing. So that's, that's actually helped him out. So I, I think it would be really cool to have a visit from him here. I just don't think that he looks at it as something that he, he needs to do. So if he did come, it would be more of a, a thank you to the people who have supported him here. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on the air. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I hope he comes too. And I hope that the 25 representatives, the Republican representatives on uh, Bacon Hill show up and the three senators in the Senate show up. And they could uh, put up a front. And uh, the party, the Republican party that, that hates Trump within, maybe they could show up too for one day. And it would be a wonderful event. 
I think that uh, the possibility would be there that uh, you could take some photos and everything else because the man really is like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Cher, Trump. He's a one-word icon. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think any former years from now. any former president would, uh, would you know draws a crowd like that too. I mean, think about it. If 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 Jimmy Carter, I mean, obviously he's not doing well these days. But if Jimmy Carter came, here's a guy that you know was was not really well received uh, in office. But if he came and showed up here, he would draw a huge crowd. I agree with you, hundred percent. When Woodrow Wilson come to town and then come down Main Street, and that big Dusenberger, what it was. Uh, and he had the, the big top black hat on, and he had the uh, cigarette in that real long stick holder and the monocle and everything. I still got my dad's pictures of that that he took, black and white. And it's to me, it's uh, it's uh, just a tremendous thing to have in your photo album. I mean, look at this, too. When um, When... Bill Clinton came to campaign for Hillary Clinton, there were people here that... that weren't going to vote for Hillary Clinton that still went down to to see him while he was outside the warming house because to them it was like, hey, it's still interesting that a former president has come here. And I just want to, you know, to be in the presence yeah, of somebody of that, I was with that, that level of importance. Uh, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm independent. I was with that group and I was with uh, the people that went to Chookies and got him his hummus sandwich. He had to have a hummus sandwich before he spoke. And when we got it, they wanted to one of the councilmen did have a pair of scissors to trim the crust off of it and make it square. And he said it was a delicious, delicious hummus sandwich. Thank you, Trukies. He went out and he gave a stemwinder speech at the Titan High School. And it was hot and sweaty in there and nobody even knew it. What a guy. I tell you, that guy's got charisma, that Bill Clinton. And he balanced the budget also. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that's one of those situations where, first of all, I mean, if if all that story is true, it's a true story, because that's a pretty cool story to have. I think that Bill Clinton was an asset to this country, regardless of the silliness that went on outside of the White House business. And I always tip my cap. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. When you bring good government to the country, you're the best. Hey, have a good day. All right, take it easy. Uh, it is kind of funny when you look back. I watched the, um, what's it, American Crime Story. They had a whole thing about Bill Clinton and, and Monica Lewinsky where it was a you know dramatic um, reenactment of everything that happened. And it was, it was pretty good. It was interesting. It was, it was a good watch. But I also felt like, uh, I mean, first of all, it's going to be revisionist history. But when you look back and you say, that was so scandalous, that was something that really changed the way that people felt about the presidency. I mean, we're still talking about, you know, 20, 20 years after Watergate, people are just starting to say, okay, maybe in, in 10 years after Iran-Contra, people are starting to say, all right, maybe we can trust presidents again. And then this goes and happens. And people were like, at that point on, they were like, yeah, whatever, we, we give up. We, we just accept the president's going to be a flawed person. And I think that that kind of changed a lot of what people have a temperature for when it comes from that office. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send us app chat messages on the WBSM app. You can also send us open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And don't forget, too, while you're there, to win tickets to see Sam Hunt 
at MGM Music Hall at Fenway. We'll be drawing another winner of those today, so you can get your name in to try to win those. Uh, also, too, you can read at WBSM.com and on our app. I was talking about the Montigny story that we have not only the story about his letter to the governor, we have the actual letter in there itself that you can read. And you can see exactly where he places the blame of what happened and gives as the person who was spearheading all the legislation to turn that into a campus and to keep it a campus for the past two decades. He has, well, the past really three decades, he has all of the backstory to that. And uh, he's going to be joining Chris and Marcus on Monday to talk more about it, which should be a fascinating listen. But you can kind of glean from his letter some of that insight. So give it a read. If you are interested in that topic, you can go through and you can, you can see that there's probably, you know, a little bit of blame to go around to a lot of different places, but a lot of blame to go on UMass Dartmouth. That's the, that's where Senator Montigny is lying a, a lion's share of it. Is at the feet of the UMass Dartmouth of the UMass system for not living up to its obligations of getting that campus. Which makes me question, what, what do you think is going to happen if we do, quote unquote, save the Star Store and we have UMass Dartmouth continuing to have classes there? How do you then put that into place so that you have no concerns about that going forward. How do you put that in place so that they live up to those obligations in the future? Or do they just continue to watch it? Because it, it, what I found was an interesting thing, and I, I guess I hadn't seen this in our previous reporting, or again, I might have missed it. Senator Montigny mentions that upon completion of the $1 purchase, for the Commonwealth to buy that building, there's an $8 million bond that would allow them, I'm assuming, that, that would be the money used to renovate the building. So they do have money set aside. They should have had more money set aside, as he points out. UMass Dartmouth was supposed to have, let me get the exact language of what it was called. Uh, they, failed to they failed to fund a required capital reserve account over the lice of their elite life of their lease. So they weren't saving the money that they were supposed to, to be able to handle these kind of things. But there is an $8 million bond. And so it seems like the pathway is there to get some of these repairs done. And then it would fall on the university to make sure that they maintain those. Unless with it being a state owned building, the state just agrees to do it. But I don't know that that would be the case either. These are questions that uh, Senator Montigny can answer with Chris and Marcus on South Coast Now on Monday. But right now, we'll take your thoughts on it. 508-996-0500. Right now, I've got to take a break, though. And more talk with you at 508-996-0500. We are going to have uh, Counselor at Large, Brian Gomes, and Council President Linda Morad joining us in the 8 o'clock hour so that we can talk more with them about what went on in last night's council meeting. We can talk more about the Star Store issue. We can talk more about the uh, charter review proposed ballot question. We can talk more about the nip bottle ban. Uh, one thing I want to talk to you about right now, though, is SeizeTheDeal.com. Because if you haven't been there yet today, 
And really, you should go there every single day because, as we say, it's the place to go and to get great deals. And there's some great deals already up there. There are some great deals that are going to be starting very soon. If not today, then next week. And we let you know about them so that you can plan ahead. Today, we have two great deals that are going to be going on sale for you. You'll be able to get $50 to Carmine's at Candleworks at 9 a.m. for just $25. So at 9 a.m. this morning, right after this program is over, you can get $50 to Carmine's at Candleworks for just $25. Again, that's at 9 a.m. today. Then we have another deal, a bonus deal coming up this afternoon at 1 p.m., you can get a certificate to 110 Grill, $50 for just 25 bucks. That's at 1 p.m. So it's easy to remember, right? 110 Grill, 1 p.m. But we also have other great deals already up there for you, like $50 to Jillian's Sports Pub and Grill for 25 bucks. We have $30 in gift certificates to Sorbet Frozen Treats for 15 bucks. There's still a few left for Duke's Bakery and Cafe in Fall River, $20 for just $10. And we have $50 to Festiva Buffet in Fairhaven for just $25. So we've got other ones coming up soon. You know, port next week, you can get $50 to the Portside Tavern for $25. So, so many great deals. Always something there to save you money at SeizeTheDeal.com. If you ever go to the site and you can't find the, the local deals that we're talking about, right up at the top of the website, next to where it says Seize the Deal in the upper left corner, there's a little location icon. And you can change that. And make sure that you select New Bedford because sometimes with your phone, uh, with your especially with your phones, but sometimes with your laptops too, uh, they might be picking up a different, uh, you know, your IP address might show as being from a different location. I, I always go on to like a store site and it's like store near me. Do they have this item? And it's picking like Roslindale. I'm like, no, I'm not in Roslindale. I'm in Fairhaven. But that's what happens is it just kind of gets a little confused there. So you just have to redirect it back to New Bedford by selecting that little location icon and choosing the New Bedford market. And then you will see all of our great deals. And then what I would do is once you get there and you have it on New Bedford, just favorite that page. Just add it to your bookmarks. And then every time you go to seizedeal.com or every time you want to load it up, you can load it right up from your bookmarks and it will take you right to all of our great local deals. Because when you, when you want to get one of these deals, if you want to jump on at 9 a.m. to get Carmine's at Candleworks, well, you got to know that a lot of people are going to do that. So you want to be there a few minutes early. Log on to SeizeTheDeal.com eh, around like 8.50, 8.55. And then just once it gets close to 9 o'clock, keep hitting refresh. And then once you see that deal go live, then get in there and get those certificates. Don't sleep on those. Don't wait too long because they have a tendency to sell out very quickly for a lot of the popular restaurants. So that's just my little tip. Get there early and start hitting refresh so that you can make sure that you don't miss out on any of the great deals at SeizeTheDeal.com. All right, right now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Former President Trump is looking to delay his federal trial related to election interference until 2026. Trump's attorneys recommended the trial start in April of that year, which is over two years longer than the original date prosecutors are seeking. Special Counsel Jack Smith and his team want jury selection to take place by December, with the trial starting on January 2nd, 2024. Federal prosecutors are seeking 27 to 33 years in prison in the cases of four Proud Boys who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy. 
the four men who were convicted in May for their roles in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The prosecutors said the sentences should be, quote, noted by those who ferment such political violence in the future. People on the Hawaiian island of Maui are bracing for what could be a devastating death toll, as more than a thousand people are still missing. Search and rescue teams are digging through the ashes and rubble of what was the town of Lahaina. At least 111 people are confirmed dead, and Hawaii Governor Josh Green told CBS News, quote, Our hearts will, be, will break beyond repair if the 1,300 people who are missing turn out to be dead. An IRS special agent is dead after being shot during a training exercise in Phoenix, Arizona. Officials said it happened Thursday morning at a gun rage, which is part of the city's federal correction institution. Multiple outlets are reporting the agent was accidentally shot by another IRS agent. A new report claims White House advisors and aides rarely discuss Hunter Biden's mountain legal troubles with the president. Mark Mayfield has the story. CNN reports that Hunter Biden is not a topic of discussion in front of President Biden, even in discussions about his 2024 campaign. A special counsel was recently appointed in Hunter's criminal tax case after the president's son's plea agreement with the Justice Department fell apart. Republicans are also accusing Biden of being involved in his son's foreign business dealings while serving as vice president, which he has adamantly denied. I'm Mark Mayfield. Record-breaking hot ocean temperatures this summer have stressed, bleached, and even killed coral within the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Derek Manzello says Florida's corals have never been exposed to this magnitude of heat stress before. This heat occurred earlier than ever before. A big concern is that temperatures are reaching their seasonal peak right now. So this stress is likely to persist for at least the next month. Bleached coral can recover if there's a hurricane or tropical storm cooling the water down. The reefs provide sustainable habitats for fish and marine life, support tourism, and minimize impacts of a storm surge. In sports, the Boston Red Sox fell to the Washington Nationals last night 10-7. The Sox will face off against the New York Yankees tonight at 7.05 p.m. In football, the Patriots have their second preseason game tomorrow at 8 p.m. against the Green Bay Packers in Wisconsin. And now here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, the second round of heavy thunderstorms will be out of here by mid-afternoon. And at that point, we'll clear up and we may even catch some sunshine before the sun goes down. We're reaching a high near 79 degrees. Overnight tonight, 60 degrees and clear. And for Saturday, a lot of sunshine and comfortable temperatures high near 80 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 73 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. It's okay if you listen in the shower. Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
back in. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. I don't know why Dan Hartman isn't respected more. Why, why is that song not considered one of the greatest songs of all time? Uh, but we have a lot that we can discuss with you. We were talking before about the latest twists and turns in the Star Store saga. The letter that was sent from Senator Montigny to Governor Healy asking for her assistance, her administration's assistance in, quote, protecting students at the Star Store College of Visual and Performing Arts, uh, and as well as the greater downtown New Bedford economy. So the the letter goes on to state, you know, it, it kind of gives a little bit of the history of Senator Montigny's work to secure the Star Store as a campus, to keep it... Um, something that was viable for downtown New Bedford instead of being turned into something else because it is a historic building. Uh, and also, he gives a little background of what the plan was supposed to be. So they sold, the, the developer was able to purchase that property from the city's redevelopment authority for $1. And then the Commonwealth paid him about two, a little over $2 million every year over the course of that time. And the idea was that when that lease was up, he was going to sell it to the Commonwealth for $1. But that hasn't happened. Uh, Senator Montigny had a law put on the books that says that the Commonwealth was to buy it for $1, and that still has not been completed. And... He says that the university has failed to meet its responsibility to secure and maintain the building through a series of direct communications and meetings with state agencies and officials over the past several years. It has become apparent that these public resources have either been squandered and or exploited. This is evidenced by a building in significant disrepair despite tens of millions of dollars invested into it with zero accountability to date. Now, here's a question that I think is a, a fair one to ask the senator. And I'm sure Marcus and Chris will ask him this on Monday when, when he joins them on South Coast now. But here's what I think is a fair question. Senator Montigny has championed every year for the funding needed for Star Store. In 2021, I guess that's when the original lease was up and they had to work to have an extension of it or a new agreement to, to get by for the, for the next couple of years where they tried to purchase it for a dollar. And, and he was involved in that. He says, through a series of direct communications and meetings with state agencies and officials over the past several years, it has become apparent with these, that these public resources have either been squandered and or exploited. So here he finds out over the past several years that this has been happening and still fought for that funding and didn't step in to try to get accountability. That doesn't sound like Senator Montigny to me. So I'd like to know what those conversations were like as he's, you know, championing this, this, this funding, but also is hearing from people that they're not doing the right thing. What, what, how long has he been having these conversations with them about trying to get them to do the right thing? And, and why didn't we know about it sooner? So that I think would be interesting. It could also be that it's just re rewritten, uh, that it's just written a little bit weird that, he could be saying that through a series of direct communications and meetings with state agencies and officials, he discovered that over the past several years, it has been apparent that these, but it, this doesn't sound that way to me. It sounds like he's saying that over the past several years, he's had these conversations that have shown a pattern of this. So I just want to know, 
did he raise that alarm sooner? And what happened when he did raise the alarm? Was he told, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll, this year we'll get to it. This year we'll definitely get to it. And then they didn't. So that, I think, is a, is a key part of, of this story. But we were questioning, you know, why we hadn't heard in depth from Senator Montigny about this. And, and, and now we have. There was a press release that accompanied this letter, but the letter itself seem, you know, seems to have the most interesting um, commentary in it. So you can read it in its entirety at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app, and you can see exactly you know, what his concerns are and what he is hoping that Governor Healy will step in and do. Which, by the way, Governor Healy did have it in her plan budget to fund it. The House had it in theirs. It was the Senate that removed it. So, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Good. As I visit my hometown of New Bedford this month, turn on the open line, it's uh, quite dramatic. And I hear names that I, people I used to know that I grew up with, like Gilly Saviolis, what he's embroiled in, and the... Montagnes, I knew the family. I grew up in the West End. Although Billy, I mean, uh, Mark is pretty sharp. And I hear Kathy Adamowitz. I went to high school with her. We have our 50th high school reunion this weekend. And I used to be a neighbor with Sheriff Hodgson. And uh, You're like the Forrest Gump of all the news that's been going on this week. <laughs> it's funny that I'm, I'm, I know these people, but I'm looking at it from the outside in, and I don't know. I just think, in a way, these people have been here too long. I don't know what it is. But as far as the Star Store, I don't have an emotional attachment to it since I'm sort of an outsider. I've seen the Star Store go out of business before, and it, it feels the same now. It's going out of business. But... Nothing lasts forever with the Star Story. I know it's it's a sad story, but it's been 22 years. Nothing lasts forever. Maybe it's time to move on and see what else will appear in that building. Yeah, it seems like the need isn't there anymore for UMass. No, it's obvious. It's just kind of attrition, and the whole arts program seems to be changing to digital. And there's a lot of factors, and maybe it's just time, you know. Like I say, I'm not emotionally attached to it. So, you know, let it go. So you're but anyway. You're, you're visiting yeah. and, and you're listening because you're visiting or do you listen where you are the rest of the time too? Uh not the rest of the time except when I see you on Facebook recently. Uh but uh I used to listen to the open line all the time when I lived here. And uh what I kinda wanna get to is when you mentioned Sheriff Hodgson trying to lead the campaign around here for Trump. I think that's disgusting. Why is that? Because the, because the sheriff was a chief law enforcement agent in this area. And this man, Trump, is being indicted on four federal different crimes. And you, yes, he's presumed innocent, but we've seen these crimes on TV with Mr. Trump. We saw January 6th, which was disgusting. And we, we heard his phone call to Georgia looking for votes. Just give me the votes I need. That is illegal. 
And the man's been indicted four times. He's been impeached twice. And Sheriff Hodgson should know better. If he wants to clamp down on crime, you do not support a man like this. All right. Fair point. Okay, my friend. All you right. Do a great, you do a great job, Tim. Thank you so much. You have a great day. And uh, let's see, we can squeeze in one more here. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Morning. Hey, I think that man's right on with the Trump thing. I agree with him wholeheartedly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I do hope Trump gets um, pays some penalties for what he did, because it's, it's not right that he's above the law. Um, that and number two about the star store, I, um, I, I remember the star store way back. I don't know if you do because you weren't from around here, right? No, I, I, I don't remember it at all. Oh, well, it was a nice place to go shopping. My aunt worked there in domestics and they had a, a counter to, to go for a bite to eat and coffee and stuff. And it had, floor, you know, the different floors with the, um, escalators. There's a lot of different departments. It was a nice place. But anyway, um, uh, Montigny's supposed to be trying to save the arts. And I, what I heard, I think, on your radio station, that he was getting grants for it. Yeah. The He's been fighting. Yeah, that's one of, the, one, of his, uh, one of his big things that he fights for. Well, I'll tell you, if you go to the Zeke, which I went a few times this summer, that area is very, very nice. With um, it looks very very nice in that particular area. Uh, with Star Store going towards the Z, a couple of blocks because it, I was like amazed to see how pretty and how um classy it was looking. So I don't know, and I like the arts, and I think that they don't get enough what they of what they need. So I don't I don't know what's going to become of that. I'd rather see apartments go uh, housing up where those holes are. In, in, in downtown New Bedford on Union. Sure, you know those, yeah. you know mm-hmm. those big holes? Mm-hmm. I'd rather see a housing go there. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, you know, I'll tell you something funny. When I first came here, um, well, not came here, like when I first started working in New Bedford, uh, and I would hear people reference, you know, the former Star Store, I was like, well, there used to be a Star Supermarket downtown. That's just how little I knew about Star Store. I thought they were talking about like the star that used to shop at before it. I think that got bought up by Stop and Shop, right? Yeah, but New Bedford's struggling without the downtown area anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some changes going on there, but there's still new businesses that are opening all the time. So hopefully things just keep uh, keep chugging along. Well, thank oh, you. you. Oh, you would have loved it when they had the peanut shop. Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard stories. I would have loved that. Yeah, you could smell it, and it was. I used to get the papitas because the peanuts were more money. So everybody went there, like on a Saturday. Was Was yeah. there ever a good joke shop down there? Yeah, there was a joke shop too. That's right. We used to save up our um, our um, allowance and go down there. Everybody, like everybody a, needs a good joke shop. Poopy cushions and yeah, all kinds fake of vomit things. and joy buzzers and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's too bad that they everything changed, you know? Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess that's the, the, the way the world goes. Things have to change, but that doesn't mean it has to go away. You just find new uses for it, like you were saying. So, all right. Well, okay, thank you for I'll the call. You thank have a great you. weekend. Thank you. 
You too. Bye-bye. And I do have to take a break, but we can take more of your calls. 508-996-0500. I'll be right back. And welcome back in. So if you are up and ready and heading out the door and you're thinking about getting yourself some breakfast, get yourself some breakfast. It's really going to set the tone for the rest of the day. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be muggy. You're going to be miserable when you're outside. It's going to be gross. So why not start the day off with a smile on your face by stopping by just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth because they will get your day and your weekend started right. They always have great, innovative, creative, delicious, unique specials that you can try out for yourself. Maybe maybe you've never thought about some of the combinations they're going to put together. I heard some good things last week about the uh, Elvis Texas French Toast with the peanut butter and bacon and banana. And, oh, man, imagine that on some thick Texas French toast. That's just one of the creative ideas that they come up with over there. They have all kinds of specials heading into the weekend, and they will have them all weekend long. But they also have all your regular favorites as well. It's a place where you can go and have that delicious breakfast to fuel up for your day, for your weekend, but not break the bank either. They're very cognizant of the fact that, hey, things are costing more money these days. And it's almost a luxury now to be able to go out to eat, right? So they want to make sure that you can go out there and have an affordable meal. As I always say, two people can go out and have breakfast for probably less than 25 bucks, you know, depending on what it is that you order. But certainly, if you are someone who is watching your budget, but you still want to be able to go out and have fun, just another Phoenix takes that into consideration. They know that you want to still be able to, you know, live your life. Even as things are costing a little bit more, they're going to keep their costs affordable so that you can have a great meal to start your day. And if you can't stay in the restaurant and eat, you can always take out the entire menu through their drive through window. Just call ahead, tell them what you want. When you pull up to the window, it'll be ready for you. You don't even have to get out of the car, which is very important on a day like today because I see the rain just started coming down. So, Give them a call, order your breakfast, drive on over there, go right up to the drive through window, and you'll stay nice and dry while getting yourself a great meal. Again, just another Phoenix restaurant. They're located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth, just a little bit past what used to be the VF outlet and a little bit before the sheriff's office. You'll see their sign right there. Pull on in and uh, have yourself a great start to the day with just another Phoenix restaurant. All right, got to take my final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. We only have about a minute left. We're going to go into the newsroom. On the other side of that, we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor-at-Large Brian Gomes. We'll talk about what happened in last night's council meeting as well as some other things. And, of course, uh, on the other side of that, we will take your phone calls to discuss them more in depth and to uh, to get your thoughts and comments on what's been going on. But I can tell you one thing. The council is uh, looking to have the licensing board rescind the NIP ban that they passed uh, previously. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.